welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we finalize on this series, Mindsets of Successful People. Now today, I guess I saved the best for last, or one of the best. All of these have been uh, great attributes or mindsets of people who are typically successful or find success. And we've talked a lot about what success might mean to you. It doesn't necessarily mean wealth and riches or fame and fortune. It can mean a lot of things. We also talked a lot about what mindsets actually are and why it takes a mindset and not just a uh, slight behavioral change. It takes much more, something deeper, something more long-lasting and permanent within your own set of thinking processes. So growing those neural networks over time by forming the right habits and, and you know setting yourself up with the right influences and the right information coming in all the time, day in, day out, day in, day out. Choosing to think with more self-awareness and deciding who you're going to listen to more uh, constructively and deliberately. And so many other things that we have discussed throughout this series. I don't think we'll be able to get through everything that I want to share today because I have a whole list of questions I want you to ask yourself about this particular topic. But we're going to talk about critical thinking. Is A successful person is a critical thinker or a, a solution-oriented thinker. And so this is going to be a big one. It'll probably take a couple of these to button everything up. And I truly need to give ample time to do that. So first thing I want to do, since we are nearing the end here, is just quickly run through what we've covered so far so those of you just joining us can understand how these run in series and what we've covered thus far. Also, as a reminder, for those that have been following along, that, you know, it's important to have a refresher to go back and re-listen, take notes, and really begin to make a change because what good is any information from any podcast or book or whatever it is that you seek for information if you don't apply it? So we began the series um, quite a few days ago, a couple weeks ago, and we started talking about compassion. We talked about being a knowledge seeker, uh, gratitude and resilience, adaptable to change, being confident and bold, increased self-control, an empower of others, a skilled listener, truth and integrity, humility, a generous heart, fearless, and of course, having courage. And a little kindness goes a long way. Being open-minded and transparent. Being an effective communicator. Thinking outside the box of being an innovator. And then being a visionary thinker. And then we finished out yesterday on another take of boldness along with charisma from that perspective. So hopefully you've heard all of those. And uh, again, if you haven't, go back. Now let's go ahead and dive into this critical thinking and how important this is, a solution-minded thinker. It's a little bit different than the innovative thinker, which we covered earlier in the series. Um, And I think you're going to find this incredibly helpful. So uh, beginning with a critical thinker is someone who raises vital questions and 
looks for objective problems. In other words, they uh, you know, think strategically in advance of what could go wrong, and they formulate the solutions clearly and precisely. They also gather and assess relevant information, all information, including abstract ideas, as well as other ideas that may be related to it. And they want to make sure they hear from all angles before they interpret it correctly. So if you're just going to believe whatever somebody tells you or whatever you get from a specific source, and you know, you're just going to assume, okay, well, you know, it's a nice source, or that's where I've always gotten it from, guess what? That's going to be doing yourself a disservice. That's not a critical thinking mindset. We need to make sure we cover everything. I worked for an employer once that just took everything at face value and never questioned the other side and would deal out punishment or, uh, or you know, directives or decisions just based on the one side. Well, who wants to work for somebody like that, right? <laughs> um, and if you're a leader that does that, I would strongly urge you to change your ways because it really does a lot of damage. And as it turned out, that leader ended up having to, you know, uh, eat his own words, if you will, uh, because everything backfired on him due to the fact that he did not listen to both sides and both angles. So we as people need to hear both sides of the tracks, even if we don't want to, even if it's not what we've done in the past. We need to be critically thinking. And this comes to well-reasoned conclusions and solutions, testing them against relevant criteria and standards. It's also someone who thinks open-mindedly, which we talked a lot about that already. With alternative systems of thought, recognizing and assessing uh, assumptions, implications, and practical consequences to whatever decisions that we're about to make on any topic or issue, right? And then we talked about communication, so critical thinkers are very good communicators. So we need to ask ourselves uh, some more questions, like does this argument that I'm addressing right now address what's really wrong? Does it address the real issues, the real problem? Or are we off track and we need to change the way that we're approaching this or the way that we're perceiving it? What is the point of view of the person or group or source making this argument. Now think about that really careful. What's their point of view? Are they coming from a biased perspective or an unbiased perspective? Are they coming from a logical perspective or just, you know, opinions and ideas and, you know, whatever is off the top of their heads, okay? Or maybe it's what they're told to think or say. Does the argument include any vague or ambiguous words or perhaps loaded language? Well, we've gotten quite a ways through this, but I have a long way to go and I am out of time. So to, tomorrow we're going to come back and finish this list. It's quite a list. Hopefully I can get the rest of it into tomorrow, but we'll see how good we do. This is Michelle Steph. That's Reframe and Rewire. Please rejoin me tomorrow and keep reaching higher.